And if you can't be enthusiastic about Tiger King or Love is Blind, then what is life? Welcome to the From Quarantine podcast, a daily dose of dry humor from two Americans living in the heart of Europe, hosted by January Newbanks and Tassie Gibson. Hello, Emily. Hi. Hi. How's it going? Good. So today on our podcast, um, you'll hear my voice, Tassie, but you won't hear January's voice because my friend Emily is joining us as a guest host. So welcome, Em. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy that you're here. So um, I guess we should start with how the heck do we know each other? That's the question. Everyone's dying to know. <laughs> I'm sure they are. Um, it's a long and complicated story, isn't it? <laughs> it's 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 <laughs> it's a shit show. Um, I don't know how to explain it. Basically, I don't. Maybe you should say. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow, you were in my TEFL course, my teacher training course, right? Yeah. So I knew you because you did the training. Um, but we really didn't become friends during your training because there were a lot of people in that training course. And I don't remember ever really like going to beer with your group. Like there's some groups that we go for dinner, go for beer or something, but your group, you kind of had your own thing going on. Mm-hmm. There was too I many of like. us, I think. Yeah, I think so. There were, that, that was a big group. Um, and then afterwards you had a little bit of a medical emergency with your eyeballs. I did. My eye fell out. Not really, but (laughs) my eye fell out and you, I called, I think I messaged you and then. Yes. And you were were living just across the street from me at that point. The flat that you were renting was close. Um, And I came to, I don't know what I bring you, aspirin or something. You brought me like eye drops you brought me medicine like all of this stuff I know you brought me like like rose oil and you were like I just thought it would make you feel better and I was like oh my god thank you I'm just a regular Florence Nightingale over here (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but then you couldn't see so um I had you come stay on my couch on the spare bed the couch pulls into a bed in fairness um and you stayed here for I think about two weeks while your eyes were healing because you couldn't really go grocery shopping or do anything yeah it was really it was an embarrassing time for you I think because I was like holding (laughs) on to your backpack and you were like just just walk it's okay just walk and I was like okay <laughs> you you know when the universe wants you to be friends, it goes through dr- drastic measures to make sure, sure it happens. Um, so that's how we became friends, and that is actually <laughs> will will factor into why we're going to talk about what we're going to talk about later. Um, but what brought you to the Czech Republic? It's a good question. It's also uh, complicated. Not really. Basically, I came here on vacation with my family a few years ago. We were in Poland. Love Poland. And then Poland. Beautiful country. Love you. And we came in the last week, we came to Czech Republic. So we went to Brno and then we came to Prague. And I 
fell in love with Prague. It's just the most beautiful city. And I remember saying to myself, like, I'm going to live here. So then I did. I love that. And you've been teaching for almost three, no, more than three years now. So almost three years. Yeah. How does that feel? Do you enjoy the teaching life? What do you like about it? What's surprising? I think that I I love teaching. I I love my students. They're all angel babies. Would die for them. (laughs) I think, yeah, it's really (laughs) about the students. They're just like beautiful people. And they've made my life so much better. That sounds cheesy, but it's true. I really, I really do. I know. I feel that way about my students. Today, I told one of them, like, oh, you're one of my favorites. And she's like, you say that to every one of us. And I'm like, it's because you're all my favorites. Like, I love you all. Yeah. So So, what we're going to talk about today is entertainment. Because while you were um, in your eye situation and we were hanging out, we were watching a lot of movies and we had to watch movies that you knew because you couldn't see them. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. So we ended up watching all of these old rom-coms from like the late nineties, early two thousands. And because both of us are the people that we are, we kind of started dissecting them and how bad they were and like the anti-female sentiments that crept up. (laughs) We started them like, oh, yeah, I used to love this movie. And then I think it was, what, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Oh, God. And we were both like, what (laughs) is this? This isn't okay. And it just went, it just went downhill. (laughs) It's true. I remember the only, I don't remember all the ones. I remember that was the worst one. And the best one was Two Weeks Notice with Sandra Bullock. And we were like, oh, this is okay. I know, she does. So, um, so since we've been swapping entertainment since we met and we bonded <laughs> over <laughs> our rom-com experiences, um, we thought we would talk about entertainment. What is going on out there? The good, the bad, the ugly of entertaining ourselves while being quarantined at home. So, um, you and I are constantly swapping like, oh my God, did you watch this sort of notes? So I thought we'd start with uh like movies tv netflix world what have you been watching what's good what's bad um <laughs> I, actually where i'd like to start is love is blind because jan and i talked about love is blind on a podcast i don't know a couple days ago and she was like i'm not watching that and i said i get it because it's morally reprehensible but it's so good so oh, it's horrible. You and- <laughs> it is trash <laughs> you and i watched love is blind together Let's talk about why it's terrible, but why it's so good. Um, <laughs> so why why do you think people feel that it's terrible and it's so good at the same time? Like, as you were watching it, what struck you? I think it's just crazy. You know, there's these people in these pods, and they have, what, three days to find someone to propose to and after they propose to them then they can see each other so they can't see each other for the first I don't know three days and I remember you and I were watching it and these people are talking about like I love dogs like do you love dogs and they were like yeah I do I love dogs and they're like is this person my soulmate and they were proposing like after I don't know it seemed like 20 minutes and they were like wait do you drink water 
I drink water. And it was just, it's wild. I don't know. It just seems so crazy. I agree. It's just so beyond. I, the premise I was crazy. And, but you kind of also felt this moral high horse as you're watching it. Cause, cause no matter how bad things are going, you're thinking to yourself, at least I'm not them. And I think that that is the, is the pull point for that show because it's thoroughly entertaining, but at the same time, you can be so judgy. Like I am not that person. It's true. It's true. That it's so true because you watch these people say all these weird things to each other and say, I love you to each other after 30 minutes. minutes. Yeah. (laughs) And then you say, thank God that I'm emotionally stable (laughs) enough to not like, do this yeah so if you need to really go down a rabbit hole of like quarantine doesn't exist I think love is blind is one of those shows that just takes you so far from reality that you you, like you come out of it feeling a little bit like you need a shower because (laughs) because because it's kind of a strange concept but also it isn't raunchy you know like some of the other um reality shows that have that kind of like get together premises it's really raunchy or people are hooking up and this doesn't have that because they can't see each other um right and in fairness oh go ahead no 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 I was gonna say we did skip some of the episodes so like there could have been a bit more raunchiness in the middle that we aren't aware of because um because there was something we couldn't watch the whole thing we couldn't couldn't. it was too much we were screaming we were screaming (laughs) every episode because it's wild it is it's wild I agree so and I know something I haven't seen that you've seen is the tiger king Tiger King. It's so. so wild. It's about a polygamist, gay, zoo-owning man. And it's a documentary. Who, like you're it's, not a documentary. it's a documentary. It's documentary. Yeah. It's 100% real. I wish it weren't, but it is. It's 100% real. And they tell this story about how this man gets caught up in this murder plot. There's like, it's so wild so wild but I highly recommend <laughs> if you want your mind to just turn off and think about something else other than this whole thing that's going on Tiger yes. King is where it's at it's really trending right now I think it's like the number two thing that's being watched in the world yeah so, and do you think it has the same obviously two different genres but do you think it has the same appeal as love is blind is it that same kind Definitely. of at least I'm not that bad exactly I think that's exactly it I think as for me when I was watching it I was just thinking like oh this is kind of weird and then it just gets weirder and weirder and then it's like a car wreck like you can't look away and you're thinking like <laughs> it's just so wild and thank God it's not happening to me. <laughs> and you told me that my hometown of Zanesville, Ohio is featured. It is. It is. Ah! It is. It's featured. Yep. I feel like I need to watch it just to give a shout out to Zville. <laughs> to Zville? <laughs> no, I think you should. I think. And at the, at, ultimately, it does have like a good message about tigers that are being kept privately in 
you know, people's Mm -hmm. backyards. So it is, like, educational, but the story is stupid. Like, just, (laughs) just wild. But good. Uh, Yeah, there's a strange thing about, in the Midwest, people keeping exotic animals. Which I was not aware of, really, until the situation in Zanesville happened. Um, where a man let loose his small home zoo into the streets and they had to close the town for two days, uh, made, made international news. Um, but yeah, there is this whole underworld of exotic creatures being kept in people's homes, which is strange. It is. It's really strange. It's really weird. And the people, you think that I just, you have to watch Tiger King. And then that's about that's going to be the takeaway. All right, so that's the ugly. What about the good? Um, you and I, we love some good things that are out there. Some on Netflix, some other. But what would you recommend if you need like comfort food for your eyes? I think let's talk about Mare Bear, Mary Beard. Oh, oh my she gosh, is an angel of this earth. She I is. Just- I think you introduced me to Mary Beard. Yeah, so Mary Beard is um, a professor, a historian, uh, all kinds of things, author um, of ancient history, particularly Roman culture. Um, And she does these documentaries for the BBC, which are so relatable. They make the Romans feel like they're your next door neighbors. Um, And she is so relatable. And the way that she talks about uh, her quest to find out about the ancient civilizations and how it applies to uh, our lives now. Um, And yeah, we watched her when we were in Rome together um, because we're sitting in Rome and we're us. So we weren't clubbing at two (laughs) o'clock in the morning. (laughs) We were at home with our tubs of ice cream. We really um, were. And we're like, what are we going to do tomorrow? Let's check out what Mary Beard suggests. And we watched some of her documentaries and she's just lovely. She's pure. And all of her, I think most of her documentaries are on YouTube. And they're so good. She's Mm -hmm. so funny. I just... I love her. Yeah, she has a great sense of humor about herself. And I really like, I watched an interview with her. Um, maybe you sent it to me, actually. And she talks about when they approached her and said, do you want to do a series with us? And she said, yeah, but I want to be me. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. putting makeup on. I'm not dyeing my hair. Like, I'm a 60-something-year-old professor, and this is my passion, and that's what's going to come through. And they gave her the green light on that. And I love that she really is there without makeup and with her lovely gray hair, um, just talking about what makes her happy. It's true. And the way she tells the stories, it's like, I don't remember. There's some quote that she says in one of the Romans. I don't know what she says exactly, but it's something like, and then they went out and you know, they just got wild and had a wild orgy or whatever. And she's like this yeah. old woman. And you're like, Mary? It's so funny. It's true. I like the one where she's sitting on the public toilets 
Um, and And she's talking about they're not sure how they worked because the toilets are all next to each other and there's like a hole underneath of it. So they aren't sure if there was a sponge there or something. And she's like, just imagine you're sitting here and the guy next to you is sitting here and you're all having a shit together. And I'm like, this is a documentary on the BBC. I love it. (laughs) That's it. And she's smiling like she didn't say anything weird. Like, I I love her so much. Uh, another one that we love, a good one, is Queer Eye. Oh, yeah. So Queer Eye is on Netflix. If you guys haven't watched Queer Eye, I tell my students, I know, maybe I stole this from you, that it's like everything good about America wrapped into one TV program. Uh, If you want to feel good about American culture, I feel like Queer Eye for the Straight Guy is the program that gets that right. It's true. And even, I think, just watch the first episode. If you've never seen it, I think the first episode is Tom. And he's this cute old man who's just going through it. And they don't judge him. They don't say anything bad about him. Like, they're building him up. It's just so pure. Right. We love and Anthony. The is, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Anthony is our heart. Uh, The premise is that there are five guys. They all have their own thing that they're specialists in. So Anthony is the cook. Um, Pan is fashion. mm -hmm. Jonathan is hair. Bobby. I hate Bobby, but that's my own (laughs) vendetta. Bobby is interior design. (laughs) And Karama is culture. Yes. And so they come into someone's home and they like help them spruce up each of these parts of their lives. And usually there's some kind of like party or get together or something at the end of the week that they're working towards. Um, And yeah, it's just exactly they don't judge them. They're so sweet and so full of energy. And you just walk away being like, yes, it's true. So pure, so Mm -hmm. beautiful. Highly recommend. I agree. And is there anything that you're watching that maybe I haven't seen that you would suggest? I think (laughs) if we want to go in the depressing route. um, (laughs) (laughs) Go for it. But I find it so interesting. The show You, I've told you about it before. Oh, yes. We did talk about this. It's like a psychological thriller, right? Yes. Yes. But I think it's so addictive. And I think it's so relevant. Like, Maybe not now because of quarantine, but maybe that's all the better to watch it because you don't have to worry about the show. So basically in the show, there's this man, his name is Joe. He's like a weird stalker and he uses technology to stalk this woman and basically make her believe that he's being genuine and that he's not a creep. But really, he's going through her phone. He's like, he's really creepy. Ooh. <laughs> But it's really interesting. There's two seasons. It just, the more you watch it, the more you start to question everything. So I think it's good. Yeah, it does sound good. And you know that I love my Agatha Christie mystery novels. So I think, and mystery TV. So I think that that could be a good one for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. It's like inside the mind of someone who's like a killer a little bit cracked yeah yeah but it's interesting it's really interesting 
Mm-hmm. What about you? What are you watching? So I started watching Scrubs again because Zach Braff and some of the cast members have gone back and um, they're re-watching those shows, which now they're, God, I don't know, like 20 years old. Um, and they're talking about their memories of watching the shows. So as I listen to their podcast, I've been catching up on the one that I listened to last week was about the pilot and I think the first episode. So I went back and watched those. And I have been in love with Zach Braff since the day I laid eyes on him on television, (laughs) um, which was probably Scrubs because I don't think he was on anything before that. Um, And then I got obsessed with Garden State. I've already talked about this. I'm sure January asked me about it on a podcast because anyone who knows me knows that I'm obsessed with Zach Braff. Zach Braff, I'll have your babies. Call me. Um, (laughs) Zach Braff, if you're listening. If you're listening. (laughs) So, so I've been rewatching that and it's, it's one of those shows that it has a lot of humor in it, but it also has a lot of heart. So I find myself like laughing and kind of getting teary all in the same 20 minute episode. Um, so that's been good. And I rewatched Brooklyn Nine-Nine because I actually hadn't seen season four and five. So I rewatched season one, two, three, and then um, I caught, caught up with four and five on Netflix, um, which again, it's just, I mean, it's not going to change your life viewing but it's good for cooking dinner with. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. And I I picked up their catch phrase. I keep going, coo, 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 coo. (laughs) It's true, yeah. It's kind of fun. And we don't just watch TV. We also listen to podcasts. So if anyone out there has been listening and they're like, ah, girls, TV is not my thing, um, podcasts. Talk to me about podcasts because you and I are always swapping ideas. And mm-hmm. this was going to make us sound more intellectual because this is where we get our intellectual stimulation. I feel like not from the TV, except for Mare Bear. But... Mare Bear. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you listening to these days? So uh, I listen to quite a few podcasts. I mean, I think if you live in Prague and you use the transport, you got to yeah. listen to something. So... Uh, yeah. I listened to a podcast called The Dollop. I don't know if we've talked about Ooh, the no, Dollop. No, I haven't before. heard about this one. Tell me about The Dollop. So there's two guys. I think they're comedians. I'm not fully sure. It doesn't matter. One of them talks about some weird event in history or some weird person that you don't Ooh. really think about. So he talked about uh, Colonel Sanders, the guy who founded KFC. Mm-hmm. And you don't really think about him, you know, you just see the thing on the right. chicken, you move on. Colonel Sanders has a weird life. He's lived a really? weird life. And these guys on this podcast, The Dollop, they, they talk about these people and how they're so messed up. But it's really that interesting. Sounds it's really, course, yeah, that sounds really good. It's really interesting. So one of them, he knows the history he's telling about what this person or this event was and the other guy has no idea what he will say so he's reacting to these things like in real time like what what (laughs) (laughs) so it's really funny it's really interesting and you can learn something so it's good that sounds great I'm gonna have to download that one um it sounds really similar to you're dead to me which I think I actually haven't talked to you about yet because it's one that I started listening to a couple Maybe a couple of months ago, month or two. Um, You're dead to me. It's BBC. Um, 
podcast and it always has three people. So there is the host who is like a pop historian. He um, does programming for the BBC, especially for children's programs to do with history. Um, so he's kind of like the research and the moderator. Then they always have a comedian that has no idea what's going on. And then an expert in the field. And my very favorite one was about witches. That one was fascinating, talking about the history of witches and why we persecute them. And, um, and it, the, the expert that they had, I don't remember her name now, but I can link it in the show notes. Um, she was so good at like talking about how the history of witch witchdom people being accused of being witches i know i make up words on this podcast all the time um the history of we're developing the english language it's fun yes the new shakespeare's um the history (laughs) the history of women being accused of witchcraft also plays into this whole idea of what being a woman should be. So the idea of older women being accused of witchcraft being that they are no longer contributing to society, they can't have children, their fertility is gone, therefore they're useless and that makes them ostracized. Or if young women were accused, it had to do with sexuality and just really fascinating, like psychological look at behind what you just assume is craziness in the 1600s actually had this whole undercurrent um, going along with it. So yeah, it sounds really similar. You watch, I mean, sorry, you listen to You're Dead to Me and I'll listen to Dollop and we'll swap stories because they sound really good. All right. Give me one, one or two more of your podcast faves. I think my top, my most favorite podcast of all time is My Favorite Murder. (laughs) So it's two women. Oh, yeah. Two women. One of them is a comedian and she's a writer. She used to write for Ellen and some other shows. Uh, And the other woman, her name is Georgia. She's, I don't know what she is. She used to be on TV. She used to have a cooking show. Two Uh different people. They bonded over their love of murder stories (laughs) it sounds weird but I promise that it's good no but that's true that is a genre that people really get into true crime Um, yeah it's in but I think it's it's an maybe interesting perspective these two women are talking about it so they do talk about like some really important stories so they talk about like the murder case that started the amber alerts for example and how that story went down and how they went through the law and tried to change the system for the better so Mm -hmm. that's what I like about it they they talk about things that are relevant they talk about women's rights they talk about they talk about everything and they're funny I really like them so I would highly recommend that's my top I listen to it every week and they have a full-length episode and a mini-sode so the in the mini-sode they read people's like hometown murders so I think oh, everyone has a, everyone has a story of something sketchy that went down in their hometown. Everyone has a story. You and I have shared so many stories between Girl. Ohio and Nebraska. Girl. Good grief. People are weird. <laughs> it's That's so what this, true. People are weird. But yeah, so they read these short stories of people who say like, 
my grandma killed my grandpa because he was blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so it's really, it's really interesting. It's really funny. I would recommend And it's a weekly, it's a weekly it's podcast. Weekly. So they have one episode on Monday, one episode full length on Thursday. Cool. So there's two times. And what about you? What's your top? Oh, my, my one? top, my very favorite is No Such Thing as a Fish. Um, I've been listening to that podcast for years, as long as it's been on, which I don't even know, maybe since 2013. Um, and it's from the writers who write for the television show QI, which is a British uh, quiz show that um, combines comedy with knowledge. So it's called QI, quite interesting, because you usually get your little tidbit of information and go, oh my God, that's quite interesting. Um, and I love that show. I've loved that show for a long time. And then the writers started No Such Thing as a Fish, uh, which is based on a fact that they found once that basically, biologically, there's no such thing as a fish. Um, you have to listen to the episode to get the full squeeze on that. But um, <laughs> Good promo. Comes, yeah, it comes out every Friday and it's for writers. Usually sometimes there's someone else in and out. but um, And they just talk about a fact that they found from the week that was interesting or crazy and then they riff off of each other about that fact some research that they've all done or something that they remember about it and um you learn something interesting because all their facts are weird and random and interesting and also i love british humor um i just that kind of quirky little bit dark i love that so listening to these four little british voices go off of each other i'm like oh mm. So, well, I think there's some good stuff to keep us going for another two to six weeks <laughs> I think quarantine. So. Um, I hope that you'll come back on our podcast again because it was so nice talking to you, Emily. Oh, my God. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And I have a little moment of calm for us. So here is my quote from Charles Kingsley. We act as though comfort and luxury were the chief requirements of life. All that we need to make us happy is something to be enthusiastic about. And if you can't be enthusiastic about Tiger King or Love is Blind, then what is life? What that's is not life? Charles Kingsley, that's me. Charles King <laughs> Charles Kingsley was talking about Love is Blind for the record. I'm pretty sure he was. so enjoy the rest of your day come back and join us again on the podcast soon bye (laughs) bye thanks for listening to today's episode of from quarantine our greatest wish is that it brought some levity to your day if we made you laugh even a little bit then we accomplished our goal We are now live on all major platforms, so you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, as well as your favorite third-party apps. Just search for From Quarantine. You can find us on Instagram by searching From Quarantine as well, and you can also reach us through our website, quarantine.cz. We would love it if you would like and share our episodes with your friends, but if you could also take a moment to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, that would help us out tremendously. Thanks again, and we'll see you tomorrow.
This podcast is brought to you by the coronavirus outbreak. Live together. Dialogue.